Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first edition of Will's Notes. This is going to be a podcast series where I share a little bit of my perspectives on various issues relating to politics, sexuality, men and women, relationships, and where occasionally I'll do some Q&A. If you missed it at the end of my 100th episode, you can start sending questions to info at renofmen.com. And from time to time, I'll do Ask Me Anything episodes where I answer questions submitted by the audience. So once again, please go ahead and email info at renofmen.com and send your questions there and I'll begin compiling an Ask Me Anything episode. So for this episode, I wanted to talk about cults of personality. This is something that the men's movement is afflicted with and has been for quite a while. It's sort of been part of the movement since the pickup era when leaders would adopt these personas and then you would begin following a leader, following his persona and sort of get into his whole world. And that trend has sort of metastasized and has led to the version of the men's movement that we really know today. And this has led to some pretty significant problems. But first, it's necessary to understand what a cult of personality is so you can look at it recognize how it's happening, avoid it, and then begin to transcend it. So let's start with the word cult. So the word cult is this kind of spooky word that has these overtones of authoritarianism, which is true, but it's kind of an imprecise definition. So the etymology of the word cult can contribute to the dialogue. Etymology online says that it's rooted in the Latin word cultus, which means care labor, or worship and reverence. And you can see this aligning with words like agriculture. So there's a sense of intention behind it, like cultivate. But all these things together make cult more of a feeling than anything specific. So I define a cult as any organization you get punished for leaving. Now, this can even apply to your bowling league. Any sort of social organization can exhibit cultic behavior. For example, if you're shamed by your friends or even the president of that bowling league, it's kind of culty. Now, it happens. Rarely, but it happens. This is especially troubling, of course, in religion. Obviously, because coercion cannot have anything to do with faith. God himself gave us free will to prevent us from being coerced into loving him. So the notion of coercion is antithetical, especially to the Christian religion, which is why it's so troubling when we see it. Now, cults obviously exist in other forms as well, but we're starting to see it now a bit in the men's movement, maybe not leaving in a formal sense, but beginning to ask questions about dogma, suggesting that you're kind of on the outside of the in-group. One of the examples is you don't question the red pill, or you don't question this speaker or that creator. Well, really? Why not? I don't personally believe in authority that exists beyond question, but as you'll notice in the manosphere particularly, Once you start questioning core dogmas, particularly regarding men's relationship with women, you get called a cuck or a simp or a beta. Name-calling is shaming, and shaming is punishment. That is therefore cultic behavior. If I'm a loser for disagreeing with you, first of all, that's not an argument. And second, that's one of the reasons people criticize any group, particularly of men. There's the appearance that you're not allowed to leave. This is one of the points that I think Chuck Palahniuk was making about men in his book and the movie Fight Club. When Tyler Durden tries to leave Project Mayhem, what happens? They threaten him. So when people sense a cult, they get suspicious, and they're right to. The second piece of this is personality. 
Now, here's the distinction. A personality is not a person. Someone's personality is just a small sliver of who they are as a person. A person is a three-dimensional, 24-hour thing. He sleeps, he eats, he calls his mom, he has weaknesses, hang-ups, and odd habits. He has preferences and moods, good days and bad. A personality, on the other hand, especially on social media, is consistent. The same thing every time, more or less. This is why TV hosts are called TV personalities. They're like a product, and you get the same thing every time. It's a performance. And any break in that consistency is framed in such a way as to feed into it. Sorry I'm down today, guys, but here's why. Meanwhile, a person is inconsistent all the time. We all are. So when you follow a creator, what you're interacting with in a mediated way isn't a whole man. It's a part of him. There's the illusion of interacting with a person, especially if you feel that they're being genuine. But it's just not so. He's not a person. Not even me. I try to be as transparent as possible in everything I do. But you're not here with me while I'm cleaning my apartment, doing laundry, or maybe snoring when I sleep. All of which makes me a person. So even in this format, I'm still a personality, as in every other man you interact with in this space. As illusion-breaking as that may be, because we all long for connection, it's vital for the third part, which is funnels, not fathers. This is the economic component of the equation, which is what makes this so dangerous. So for those who don't know, a sales funnel is a tool used to generate an income for a content creator. First, he gets you on his email list. Then he tries to sell you a $5, $10, $50, $100, even up to $10,000 or $15,000 product. He's working you through his funnel. Maybe you've also seen this on long-form sales pages where you buy something and additional discount products are suggested during the checkout. That's part of the funnel. Now look, I don't have a problem with people making money, but there's an enormous blind spot here. Men in this space are standing in for fathers. We exist as a movement because of the war on masculinity. There was no need for men like me just three or four generations ago. Why do I need to listen to the gramophone about being a man? My dad showed me. And that's the thing. These men standing in this role aren't fathers. They may act fatherly, but in many cases, their goal is the funnel. They're not giving like a father does. They're hoping to receive, in some cases, millions of dollars. Again, I do not have a problem with people making money. I would rather there be 87,000 men's coaches than 87,000 IRS agents, for example. But let's put the pieces together. You have a small sliver of a man, a personality which might be entirely an act, presenting himself as a complete person and playing upon our societal father hunger. He's doing this in order to make lots of money, and in this situation, you're not allowed to ask questions or leave or you'll be punished, most often through shame and name-calling. This is what I mean by cults of personality. It is by no means exclusive to the men's movement. But it is dangerous in the men's movement specifically because our society is crying out for fathers, and that heartfelt cry can be exploited, perhaps not even intentionally. But if you have a seven-figure year making content, what are the odds that's going to go to your head? We have a real problem in America with knowing when is enough. 
And if you as a man make money on your personality, it's easy to let the personality take over to the point where you stop being a person. And if the men around you reinforce a policy of no question asking, you become unaccountable. And then you get lost. And so do they. This will not solve the problem of father hunger. This will make it worse because the further we get into this dynamic, the worse it gets when it all blows up. And it will blow up. It already has many times over in different ways. So these cults of personality don't serve the leader. They don't serve the men in it, though they may disagree. And they don't serve our larger societal problems, which is why I'm challenging them today. So what do we do about this? The first thing we can do is see it. Know when you, as a content consumer in the space, have entered into or are participating in a cult of personality. Be aware that you're not interacting with a man, even me, rather just a sliver of him. And definitely make sure that he's willing to be honest about that. Now, just because you're spending money on a creator doesn't mean you're automatically in a cult of personality. By all means, reward creators you draw value from. But when you start feeling that it's becoming about the man rather than his creations, run. Second, I also suggest reading and absorbing information from many different sources. Don't dive too deeply into any one perspective on masculinity. Try to sample from all of them, even those you disagree with, and learn from them. I think that every man has at least something to teach, even if it's how not to be. Third, ask questions, even of yourself. Is this true? Is something being left out? What am I not seeing about this man or this teaching that might lend important context? Be critical. Remember, what you're trying to solve is your father hunger. Which is why, fourth and finally, I recommend exploring Christianity to begin addressing the father hunger head-on. Christianity is explicit that God reveals himself to us as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, which some describe as the bond between them. This is a powerfully masculine vision, and it offers a satisfaction for our father hunger that no other man can match. It doesn't just feed our minds and hearts, but our souls. So thanks for listening to this episode of Will's Notes, and I look forward to sharing much more. And please be mindful when you start investing in a creator with your emotional energy and with your money that you're not getting trapped in a cult of personality. It's desperately important that we begin moving beyond the model of men becoming idols. And I don't think we're going to dissuade men from making this change. So it falls to you, listener, to begin paying attention to when you're engaging in that process and perhaps waking up other men who are stuck in it too. So again, Thanks very much for listening to this episode of Will's Notes. I'm going to be doing lots more of these. And again, email me at info at if you have questions about this episode or anything else. And I'm happy to begin doing Ask Me Anything episodes. In the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Ren of Men. Also on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Ren of Men. And you can go to renofmen.com slash mentorship to learn more about my 12-week Renaissance Men's Mentorship Program. Also, if you're listening to this in the month of February, on Monday, February 27th, I'm hosting a one-night seminar called Exiting the New Age, all about my experience in the New Age world and what Christ has to say about the New Age world and how men and women can exit. You can find that on my link tree slash men. Once again, thank you so much, and I'll see you for my new podcast episode out next week. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Renaissance of Men podcast. Visit us on the web at renofmen.com or on your favorite social media platform at Ren of Men. This is the Renaissance of Men. You are the Renaissance.